in diving into the album, something that I, I really appreciate want to thank you for talking about with this album. My dad was a psychologist growing up. I grew up sitting outside of his office door every day and doing my homework while he was seeing clients. You know, out of all the clients that would come through and I was, oh, what's wrong with that guy? What's wrong with that guy? And depression was always number one out of the whole bunch, like, you know, over the course of a week or whatnot. So anyone that talks about mental illness, I love and always want to give the platform to as much as I can, because I know how important it is. And I don't feel like it gets talked about enough in this world, in this day and age. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm here to do my part, you know, try my best at least. Yeah, I love it. I love that you're willing to and, and to talk about it and let people know that they're not alone in this day and age, you know, that there are other people going out that, that do feel like this and there are sunnier days ahead, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I know it's definitely hard to see sometimes, but that is the case. Talk about this album and you kind of burying your soul and talking about your disease and, and your depression and, and the mental illness factor. Really, I've just kind of felt this way my whole life. It's just kind of been something I've always dealt with. And, you know, it's something hereditary. It runs in the family. And, you know, for me, I've always just been the type to really bury it down and uh, to just not talk about it, which is what I think most people really do. You know, that's I just no way healthy. And to me, it just kind of gets to this boiling point and bad things can start to happen and I let it go too long. And really, this record was just me trying to kind of dive into those parts of my life and discover, you know, why I'm really feeling this way and just kind of how to deal with it, you know, on a daily basis, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I love it. And like I said, any any time that uh, people talk about it, I'm all for it because it, I, I don't feel like it gets talked about enough in this in this day and age. You know, one other thing I wanted to touch on musically, I I got kind of like a real like 80s vibe from a lot of these riffs. Were you listening to some like 80s rock during the writing of this album? Because it felt like there were some good like throwing up the horns and cracking open a cold one and turning up some of the riffs on the, the new album. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've always listened to stuff from that era. Like, you know, I was listening to ACDC a lot and, you know, Pantera and Slayer and Metallica and I think there are definitely specific songs that I kind of like threw a nod to that whole thing. Like the song Enemy is really just like a nod to all great 80s metal. You know, it's just kind of like the, obviously a little bit more on the bare two side of things, but, you know, totally and just some of the riffs and like little things I did was just kind of like an homage to all those Speaking of the 80s and uh, thanking you once again, being spoiled, being in in Southern California here, there's always been kind of a heavy metal hard rock tradition of a show on Halloween, mainly by Danzig. You remember Danzig and that song Mother? Oh, yeah. So he did that show, and the video for that is was at Irvine Meadows in Southern California here, and I was at that show, and he made a habit out of always doing, like, Halloween shows, and it was always my celebration for Halloween. It was like, I ah, forget the dress-up and all that. It's fine, but Halloween's about going to a concert, and now he's not playing that much. He's actually playing the week after Halloween, but you're doing a big show in Southern California at the new House of Blues of Anaheim on Halloween. So it's awesome that there's going to be that, at least for me as a, as a fan of going to a killer concert on Halloween, and that's what you're bringing to the House of Blues of Anaheim. 
Yeah, we're stoked. I mean, Halloween shows have just been a staple in my life since I really started touring. It's always a good time. You know, you dress up, and the show's just got a little bit extra to it. So I'm definitely stoked that we're doing a Halloween show, just, you know, trying to keep tradition alive, I guess. And just to have some Halloween fun, what's some of your, your favorite costumes over the years? If you think back out all the times you dressed up, give me a good one. Like, I think probably my best was maybe dressing up like uh, Eric Draven from The Crow one year and putting, like, the electrical tape on the hands and doing the whole bit and the face paint and everything. But how about for you? Dude, that's sick. Well, for me, is Andrew WK. We did uh, Beartooth WK <laughs> two years ago. And it was pretty fun. We were playing New York City. And, uh, yeah, we all put on the white, you know, the blood on the mouth and the whole bit. And uh, we taped up our backdrop to say Beartooth WK. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. We just I think we just, like, cranked party hard before we came out. And it was sick. It was a really fun show. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Hey, speaking of Halloween theme, I always like to kind of like make people like, you know, pick, choose out of things and and just to have some fun. I was kind of thinking about it with the show being on Halloween. Who's your favorite out of like the classic, you know, Halloween slasher movies like Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers? You have a favorite of those dudes? Probably Michael Myers. I mean, it's just so classic and eerie and like weird and mask. I don't know. It's just very unsettling, and I think those are just some, like, absolute classics. I think they're making another one I, I saw again, like, beyond the Rob Zombie ones. Like, they've rebooted that franchise again, Yeah, I think. They, they picked it up from uh, where the first one went off, like, you know, however many years later, and it's supposed to be epic. I'm, like, really excited. I was like, damn, they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis and everything with the gray hair and a shotgun in her hand in the commercial I saw the other day. Looking forward to that, then. Yeah, it's it real sweet. I'm stoked to see that. Hey, speaking of having some fun and picking some things out of this or that, like, you know, to kind of get your influences, find out what music influenced you. We talked a little bit about the 80s stuff, and let's talk a little bit about 90s. And I kind of encapsulated the 90s by calling it the Flannel Five. and want you to pick your favorite out of this list of bands for the Flannel Five, which would be Nirvana, Pearl Jam, (laughs) Stone Temple Pilots, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. I mean, Nirvana, for sure. And then probably Alice in Chains. And Alice in Chains because I never, I mean, I never really listened to a ton of it. So more recent, Nick Raskolnik, who I worked with a bit on this new album, he's done like a few Alice in Chains records and he did their latest one. And it's real, real heavy and real sweet. So yeah, I've got Nirvana, Alice in Chains. Why Nirvana over Alice in Chains? Nirvana, I mean, the songs are insane. Honestly, one of them is just girls drumming. I think, like, I base a lot of how I track drums off of the way he, like, tracks drums and just kind of the mentality of every hit being as hard as physically possible. And, like, you could really hear that on the recordings. And that, for me, is just, like, a massive influence on what their two does. Wow, the drumming. Most people talk it, and especially being a singer, I expected Kurt to be the words out of your mouth. But talking about Grohl, that's awesome. Yeah. He's just a goat, man. He's unreal. Well, kind of like you, can do it all. He can play drums, play guitar, play bass, sing, produce. Like, I mean, kind of reminds me of what you're doing these days. Hey, man, if I get even close to an ounce of what that guy's got, I'll be happy. So, yeah, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I love doing it all, really. Keep it fun. Let me get you on one more uh, category here, and I appreciate all the time. And let's let's kick it up a decade and, and get into some new metal. And this one I call the new metal six-pack. So it's Corn, Rage Against the Machine. Lincoln Park, Slipknot, Disturbed, System of a Down. Jeez, that is stacked. I mean, uh, Rage, probably number one for me. Oh, man. I mean, Corn and System of a Down, that's like a tough one. Corn is just like 
so viciously heavy and System of the Down is sick. I mean, literally all those bands, I like jammed hard. It's very hard to pick, but I'd say <laughs> number one is Rage for me. Such a big influence, and they were like, I mean, musically, they were a three-piece, and they just sounded so massive. Like, they were so cool with effects pedals and really, like, expanding the sound of what a riff can be. Real inspiring stuff. Making a guitar turntable, basically. Like, crazy yeah, the music they much. were. I mean, Morello is just an absolute genius, and, you know, Zach was a just a monster frontman, and all of them were unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, big Rage fan. So they would be number one. Rage number one, yeah. All right. I'd say probably followed by Corn. Rage is the one. Let's have some fun on the radio. Give me a Rage tune to play for you. Oh, man. I mean, I know it's standard, but Bulls on Parade, I mean, that is just, to me, like the heaviest riff ever dropped on humanity. Beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time and uh, the great album, and look forward to seeing you on Halloween. Dude, thank you so much, man. Yeah, the show's going to be fun as hell. We'll tear it up. Awesome, man. I can't wait. Safe travels out there on the road, and best of luck with the album and the tour and everything. Appreciate the time, man. It's great talking to you. Yeah, good to talk to you too, bro. Thanks so much. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks online at kcalfm.com. Adios.